Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of the Open Bible Podcast. Thanks again for joining us as we continue this series called Happiness in Hectic Holidays. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and today I'm excited to bring you this conversation, our last conversation in this series called Happiness in Hectic Holidays. And this this episode is going to talk about happiness in new beginnings. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. All right, Pastor, it is great to have you today here in uh, studio, and um, how's your week been so far? Good. It's good to be back. I'm sorry I couldn't be with you last uh, podcast, but it is good to be back and um, just uh, getting through the rest of the holidays and Mm -hmm. ready for the new beginnings of a new year. Absolutely. And uh, we are actually, this episode is going to air the week of New Year's. Um, So I know a lot of you probably had a wonderful Christmas and you probably are still um, recovering from either number one, all the money you spent, (laughs) which means you didn't listen to the episode about finances (laughs) or all the food you ate or family being in town. And who knows where we're going to be as far as this pandemic and everything else when it comes to New Year's, but uh, man, I'm just thankful to start a new chapter, 2021, right? Yes, I am excited. Pastor, what are you excited about for the new year? Uh, I always like, uh, uh, for example, I like Mondays. Most people don't like Mondays. I like the beginning of a new month. I like the beginning of a new season. I like the beginning of a new year. It just, it's like a fresh start. It is. It's kind of like you clean. Yep. And then, okay, now I got a marker. Let's just go ahead and and go for it again. Yep. 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 You got a clean slate. Got a clean slate. Everything is possible. That's the great thing about grace. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So today we're talking about this idea of new beginnings. Um, A lot of you probably in the last week have uh, sat down and with a notebook or maybe with a note pulled up on your phone, talked about what is going to be your goals for the new year. Um, Pastor, how do you kind of outline your goals for the new year and new beginnings? Uh, I look at myself personally okay. and then I'll, I'll go okay personally I'll look at my health I'll look at my spiritual health um, I'll look at my relationship with my wife with my family um, with my extended family then I'll go into my professional life okay and I'll go through the different okay as a pastor as a boss as an administrator as a team player you know and I'll, I'll go through my different roles right Yep, and and then I set different priorities for those. See where I need to improve, mm-hmm. which is usually very, very few, if at all, if at all. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> especially with that physical health, <laughs> yeah, um, machine over here, yeah, yeah, just a yeah. machine, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, I'll go through see where my strengths have been, okay, and thank the Lord for that, and then ask Him to help me with my weaknesses. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. I do something similar. I don't go as in depth as that, but I I will outline. 10 goals for the year in whatever areas of life that I want to schedule them in. And then I will also outline what the wins will be for those goals. So how I will celebrate if I reach them. Um, And I use, I'm actually using it right now as we record, I use the Michael Hyatt uh, goal setting system. It's called the full focus planner. Um, So that's what I use every year. I've used it now for going on four years. Yeah. Shameless Um, plug for Michael Hyatt. All right. Hey, anybody that wants we're not getting paid. I I wish we were. But anyway, so today we have another guest on the podcast. His name is Kerry Schmidt. Um, He's the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church. I love Kerry. Newington, Connecticut. Yeah. He's a great guy. He really is. He has yeah. such a great spirit. Yeah. Um, he has a great outlook on life. I don't think I've ever seen him uh, upset or or sad. He just has this upbeat personality. 
Um, and he likes to share the gospel, which yep. is which is what we like to do too. Yep. Um, but we thought he would be a good one to speak today into this idea of new beginnings. Um, and so we're going to call him and uh, and bring him on the podcast. All right, he's a fantastic one to speak about new beginnings. Absolutely, yeah, he really is. All right, let's see if we can get him on here. He's had some things in the past that he's done just fantastic with leadership and administration and planning. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Good. How you doing, Carrie? I'm doing great. Good to hear your voice. Good Absolutely. to have you. Hey, will you do us a favor for the listeners today and uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're at and what you do? I am the pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Newington, Connecticut, and we've been here eight years. Dana and I have been in the ministry 30 years and married 30 years. Wow. We have three kids, four grandkids, and our youngest just got engaged last night. So, Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure whether to be happy or sad. <laughs> right, because that's your little girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've, yes. I've gone through two of that. I know, I know, I know all about that, man. Yeah. 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 Well, we're on the final week of a series called Happiness and Hectic Holidays. And as you know, I'm sure um, a lot of things in the holiday season can get a little bit out of hand if we let them. Um, and during this episode, as we are just a few days from the beginning of a new year, um, we thought it'd be good to talk about new beginnings. Um, and so, Pastor Kerry, from your personal experience and from a biblical worldview, can you give us some ideas um, and some practical steps about maybe a biblical view on new beginnings and then some practical steps we can take to uh, be successful in those new beginnings. Yeah, I don't know uh, if, if, if what I have to say is going to be all that helpful, so you guys be sure to weigh in here. Um, I The first thought I had when you sent me the topic was new beginnings are often forced upon us by uncomfortable distressing circumstances. Um, in other words, the idea of new beginnings sounds sounds warm and fuzzy and, you know, almost, uh, almost delusional, you know, in terms of uh, surre surreal. Uh, but in the reality of it, the new beginnings I've experienced in my life have not just been the turning of a calendar page, you know, the first part of a year, um, but they've been really deep, deep seasons of God working in my life because of hardship. So um, I think it's a good time of the year, not only to talk about new beginnings because of the new year, but we've been coming through a really hard year uh, yes. as you know, the whole planet, every, everybody in the country, every church. And um, I, I think the overarching uh, value that drives me forward is God is erasing my expectations and he is writing a new script. Mm. He's writing a new story. He's writing a chapter that I never imagined being a part of my story. Like who wants COVID, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's this idea that a new beginning is, okay, we're going to turn the page into January 1st and mm -hmm. you know, 2020 is going to be over. Well, the realities of 2020 are just going to go with us right into 2021. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's not fool ourselves. Um, but our hope is not in circumstances changing. Our hope is in that God is doing something remarkable. And so I, I guess if my new beginnings are hopes in new circumstances, mm -hmm. I'm just setting myself up for disappointment, mm. disappointment with my circumstances and disappointment with God. But if, 
my idea of a new beginning is I'm going to go into my present circumstances with a new perspective um, and with a deeper relationship with the Lord. I'm going to go into my, into my present circumstances with a new surrender. That to me is what a new beginning is. It's a new surrender. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not just me saying, okay, I'm going to turn the page and God's going to give me all my dreams now because I'm starting over. Okay. It's really, it's me letting God set fire to everything that I had planned. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and then me still being okay with, okay, we'll just go forward on God's plan. Yeah. Um, and I see this happen in scripture and probably the story that jumps out to me the most. And as I was thinking about this podcast is Peter and the disciples expected, fully expected Jesus. I mean, they fully expected him to set up a new kingdom in Jerusalem and they expected to reign with him. And he goes into Jerusalem and he gets crucified. Mm. And it's, that is not what they expected, what they wanted. It's the last thing on, in their script. And so they just, you know, they, they hide in fear. They end, up, they end up in Galilee. Even after the resurrection, they're happy, but they don't really know what their place is. You know, mm-hmm. they don't even know where they fit now. But yeah. Jesus comes to them at Galilee, at that seashore. He cooks them some fish. You know, he, and he, he looks at Peter and he says, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And then he says three times, feed my sheep. Mm. So Peter's new beginning was, was, Hey, we're not, we're not setting up an earthly kingdom like you wanted. We're, we're going after men and we're going after an eternal kingdom, you know? So new beginnings can be delusional or they can be very substantive depending on how I'm defining it. Absolutely. I kind of think of like a, a a brand new Christian, maybe somebody who just came to church for the first time and is just yeah. starting to hear about the gospel. Um, and Pastor, you've experienced this many, many times in, in Ohio and here where somebody who never been to church before has come to church before, and then you take them on the journey. And in light of what Pastor Kerry just talked about, um, where do you see success in their new beginning? Well, I think as um, you help disciple them, mentor them, whatever term you want to use, um, trying to get them from where they were to where they need to be. But in that, uh, showing them that, that God has many times a different plan, like mm. uh, Pastor Kerry said, and, and even a different purpose. Mm. You know, as, as Pastor Kerry was speaking here, I couldn't help but think about his story. Uh, you know, um, what, it, what was it like eight or nine years ago, 10 years ago when you, you got cancer, Carrie and, yeah, and yeah. God really, uh, rewrote as you wrote that book, rewrote your script and your plans. And he definitely sent fire to, and burned down everything <laughs> that you thought would, would be. Um, mm-hmm. and I would encourage folks if, if they haven't read that book or know Carrie's story to get the backstory on that, because he's, he's not just speaking theologically, he's speaking Practically, because mm-hmm. he's seen it. But you look at what how God's used him at Emmanuel. He took a church that was basically dead, and now is a thriving, vibrant, gospel-centered, uh, gospel-centric church that is seeing people saved. And and as you see those new believers come to Christ, it's really uh, like uh, Pastor Kerry said. It's it's uh, giving over, uh, teaching them to give over and to surrender to God, so that that way. Um, God can 
take what they thought was going to be something good and remake it and make it into something spectacular. Yeah. 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 Salvation is, is free, right? Mm-hmm. But following Jesus costs us everything. You know, mm-hmm. discipleship, he said, lose your life and mm-hmm. come after me. Mm-hmm. But now it's painful on the front end. The loss is mm-hmm. difficult, mm-hmm. but it's a safe loss because Jesus lost himself for us. Mm-hmm. But it's also a rewarding loss because what he, what he builds and to speak to the story that George is talking about, what, what he rebuilds in place of what he burned down or took away or asked me to walk away from, um, is always more wonderful than what he took away. Mm, So he deconstructs weak things and he reconstructs strong things. Mm. So in the end, I'm always glad I followed him. Yeah. With that same line of thinking, where would you talk to maybe, if I can use this term, the seasoned Christian, um, somebody who's been in church a long time? Uh, we have several people in our church that have been here 20, 30 years. Um, how can they find this hope that you're talking about, this freshness that you're talking about um, as we turn a new calendar year? You know, I think it's the same for them as a new Christian, practically speaking. I would mm-hmm. say God, really... You know, a good starting point just practically would be to read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, yeah. and and almost like you're reading a novel, like you're reading a book, you know. Mm. In other words, we take it, our daily devotional plans, we take it 5, 10, 20 verses at a time, and that's literally like watching two minutes of a movie every day until you're all, all the way done with the movie. And, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, how, that's true. How can you get the con- continuity of, yeah. of the whole plot line? and? the whole character development. And boy, when I did get cancer, the first thing I did was I sat down and in two sittings, two mornings in a row, I just was really at a loss. And I just looked to the Lord. I said, Lord, I need you. I need to know that you are with me in this. And I just read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in two sittings. So it took Mm me probably five or six hours. Um, And I'm telling you, I, uh, I had never done it at that length. And um, it totally changed my view of of how Jesus operated, just seeing this, the whole storyline. And so out of that, I would, I would say to the seasoned Christian as well as the new Christian, God has, in the circumstances he's placed you in, um, with the relationships he's given you, he has mm-hmm. a very specific set of assignments. And success in life is not me getting my way or me achieving my dreams or me being the best version of me I can come up with. Sure. Success in life is dialing in with laser focus to God's assignments and then obeying him and fulfilling them. Um, and you know, for Noah, success was build, preach the God, preach, preach salvation and repentance, build an ark that nobody's going to get on except for your family. (laughs) Right. 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 Um, and, and then sail away. Okay. Um, for Jeremiah, success was preach repentance to a nation that isn't going to repent for 40 mm. years, you know. Mm. But there was a kid named Daniel that heard Jeremiah's preaching, mm-hmm. grew up hearing it, and ended up in Babylon and knew that God was with him in Babylon because Jeremiah preached. Mm-hmm. So our metrics of success are so flawed, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, success is not is not measurable in most respects, except for this. Am I obeying the Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I would say in the new year, your deepest joy is not going to become, it's not going to flow from 
whether or not there's another lockdown or whether co- whether the COVID vaccines materialize, your joy in the new year is going to be, um, did you really grab a hold of God's assignments yeah. and follow him and obey him? Yeah. Pastor says it really well. He says, God's arrangement is your assignment. He says that very, isn't that, did I say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, that's a great statement. God's arrangement is your assignment. So no matter where you are, uh, if you're a laborer on an assembly line, or if you're a car salesman, or if you are a mom in your house right now working with kids, that is your yeah. assignment. And that is where God wants you to just drill down and thrive. And uh, really, right. really what you're saying is we can have new beginnings every single day if we just get before the Lord and say, Lord, not my will, but your will today. Let's just do your, let's just do your thing. Let's just do your thing. Let's just do your thing. Instead of trying to manufacture or put something perfect in place that we think will work. And if we just surrender every single day, we have this new beginning. You're touching on a good point because I, I like to make plans. I'm sure George does too. And you do too. I like to plan out the church calendar and kind of have an agenda and know where I'm going. And I think, you know, in most seasons of life that that works well and it honors the Lord. But there are some seasons of life, cancer was one, relocation was one, and COVID has been a third for me, that you just really can't plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and, the truth. And it's not your own fault, it's God's providence. God's providence has basically said, I'm going to remove your ability to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that, in that well, all you can do, Richard, is what you just said. You wake up and you look up and you say, okay, Lord, you've given me another day and I'm going to honor you and obey you and bless others today. What is my assignment? Mm-hmm. And you just take it one day at a time. And it is very much like that wilderness experience of children of Israel, getting the manna one day at a time, you know? Yeah. Um, God's brought us into a season that is a one day at a time, one week at a time season. And all we can do is rejoice in it, trust him yeah. and, and follow him, you know? Yeah. Man, that is so good. So good. Man, Pastor Kerry, uh, Pastor, you have anything else to add to that? No, not at all. Just, just encouraged by what he said. That's that's wonderful, Pastor Kerry. For our listeners that may not know you or your ministry, where can they find you um, and follow you? Uh, easiest thing is just kerryschmidt.com. That's my blog, and okay. from there, there's you know access to podcasts and books and other other things that we're trying to do to be a blessing to people. And and uh, like the week that this airs, you'll have a new book coming out, I believe. What what you want to tell us about that new book, real quick? For our listeners? Yeah, um, I'm, I've been pretty excited about it. It's been a long time in the works. Um, it's called Stop Trying How to Receive, Not Achieve Your Real Identity. And okay. it's a book about growing a gospel identity. And it, there's three parts, uh, losing, finding, and flourishing. So part one is about what we've talked about today. It's what, what happens when the bottom falls out of your life right. and you lose a sense of self? And what is God doing? And then finding is... Um, who are we in Christ and who does he say we are? And then flourishing is how do I grow in, in that? And, mm-hmm. um, and so the, the, the first part of the book starts with a little bit of philosophy. It's more philosophical, but then we turn it, turn a corner and dive into the Bible and apply Bible to the philosophy. So um, it's available January 7th uh, through awesome. Moody Publications. And I was just thankful for the opportunity to, to, to do it. And I hope it will bless people. That's and it's called Stop Trying. Is that what you said? Yep. Stop, Stop trying. Stop trying by Carrie Schmidt. Man, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with us on the podcast today. I know this is going to be an encouragement to many, many people at our church. And uh, we're just so thankful for you and your ministry and everything you're doing there in uh, Newington, Connecticut. 
Well, thank you guys. I love you both and your church and, and hope you're doing well. And I've just counted a privilege to just uh, track along with what God's doing and call you guys friends. Hey, thanks, Carrie. We appreciate it. And uh, yep. I wish you a great new year, man. You too. You too. Let me know if I can do anything to, to be an encouragement to you. Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Man, that, was a, that was a good podcast. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful conversation with yep. Pastor Kerry Schmidt. I would encourage everybody to go and try to find that book, Stop Trying. I think you can find it on Amazon, um, but I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure you can find it on I Amazon. I wish we would have had time to, um, you know, that first part of his book talking about um, losing your your identity, yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I think I, I would like to know his perspective on, does he feel that that's where the majority of Christians are, and that's why they never move forward in their Christian life is yeah. because they never submit to lose their self. Um, and I think Jesus mentions that once or twice in the gospels. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I think that's why so many Christians struggle. Yeah. As we do turn over this new leaf, I, I know he was talking about, well, you know, it's not just the turn of a calendar year, but that is where we sit right now. As we turn over a calendar year, I just want to encourage the listener as I was encouraged Make it a daily task to do exactly what Pastor just said. Don't find your identity in what you do or what your title is or what your last name is even. Just find your identity and what Christ has called you to do because God's arrangement is your assignment. I think that is so, so powerful. Pastor, can we uh, do the Richard Medell Minute New Year's edition I, real quick? I would, it? yes, I would I would be disappointed if we didn't, man. All right, I kind of missed it. Yeah. I, I missed it. There was a week we didn't get to do yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't because I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. I, I bailed out on you, man. It's okay. Yeah. I still like you. Okay, thanks. All right, let's do it. Here All we right. Go. Here we go. All right, folks, it's the Rich and Riddell Minute, and we're doing a New Year's edition with Christmas music behind it because we don't have any music for New Year's except for uh, Old Lang Syne. Okay, yeah. so anyway, here we go. Um, Pastor, yes. what is the thing that the Riddell household does on New Year's Eve? Um, goes to bed. You guys don't stay up? You guys don't I stay used up? To, I used to. I used to. Bust a ball drop? Uh, I have in the past, but... I'm, I'm over it. Sorry, it's just, man. It's like, I'm, tomorrow's another day. Yeah, tomorrow's another day. Well, we'll do like a snack supper. Cool. So we'll get a bunch of, uh, you know, TGI Fridays type sure, stuff from sure. Sam's Club and um, and make it up. And then we'll do Dutch Blitz for like an hour. Yeah, two, that's three. a fun game. Dutch Blitz is, is yeah. where it's at. If you've never played Dutch Blitz, you got to come over to my house on New Year's Eve and play. I'll be there. Awesome. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> hey, folks, if you tell us, we want to know what do you do on New Year's Eve? Send it into the podcast at... Open Bible NJ or find us on Twitter at the Open Bible Pod. Let us know what you do on New Year's. And today's been the Richard Medell Minute. Sorry, I'm such a uh, a downer on the New Year's, man. I just <laughs> you're not just a downer old, on the New Year's. It's just it's getting okay. old. I'm getting old. You're not getting old. It's just <laughs> the thing is the thing is you understand the wisdom of the fact that you know tomorrow's just another day. Thanks for making me tomorrow feel better. Tomorrow's just another day. My my dad's the same way. My yeah. dad's never been the guy to be like I'm gonna stay till midnight. Yeah. Like my mom, you know, she would do with us. My dad, because my dad is a is a wise man, <laughs> and someday I will get there and I'll just go to bed, you know, yeah. at nine o'clock. Yeah. Well, with this idea of new beginnings, um, we just hope that you understand today through Pastor Kerry and through what we talked about that God is calling us every single day to a fresh slate of Holy Spirit filledness yep. and of surrender to the plan that Jesus Christ has for our lives and for our church and for everything that is in the future. Pastor, why don't you wrap us up with a final thought today? 
Well, I think that uh, as we come into this new year that we need to commit ourselves afresh and anew unto the Lord. I think it's something, as you mentioned, that we ought to do every day, um, and we need to remember that. The Christian life is very simple. Yeah. Okay? It's just not easy at times because we just get we, we get all caught up in, in all the different things of the world and things like that, and, and life just gets busy. And so make it a commitment every day. Get up in the morning. Not my will, Lord, but yours be done. And uh, you're going to have a new beginning every single day. Thanks for joining us today again for another episode of the Open Bible Podcast. We hope that it was an encouragement to you. If it was, would you do us a favor? Give us a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast and share it with a friend so that more people can find out about the truths of God's word. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at the Open Bible Podcast, as well as follow us on Twitter at the Open Bible Pod. We'll see you next week again, where we continue to bring Bible truths to basic principles.